On this edition of the Scott Radley Show podcast, we are chatting about driving high. There's a new survey out that says a large number, more than 25% of 18 to 24-year-olds in Canada say they have driven their car while high or have been a passenger in a car with someone who's driving high. To me, that's a staggering number. So we're going to have someone on who has tested this. She did a first-person test in a controlled setting. She didn't just get in her car. But to find out whether there's a reason why people seem to think they can drive while high, unlike most of us who know when driving drunk, for example, or driving when intoxicated, we know where that is. Is there a reason why this is so confusing or is it just badly worded law? We'll talk about that. Also, term limits for city councillors. There's a Toronto councillor who will join us who is proposing, who has brought forward a motion that Toronto councillors should have term limits. What about here? Should we have term limits for Hamilton City Council? You do two terms, you do three terms, then you move on and let in some fresh blood. We'll talk about that. Also, Don Robertson joins us, talk about sports, talk about the World Juniors, talk about the NFL, talk about favorites. All that's coming up. Stay with us. Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. You may have heard, because I know they've talked about it on the air today here on 900 CHML, that edibles landed on shelves across Canada today. Edible cannabis products we're talking about. Uh, There's some questions about supply and all the rest. That's not really what we're going to talk about, though. It's more the cannabis itself. Uh, Because this comes just a few days after the Canadian Automobile Association released a survey that said 26%, basically one in four Canadians between the ages of 18 and 24 have either driven a car while under the influence of cannabis uh, by their own admission or have been in the car with someone who's driving under the influence of cannabis. And the most reason, the most popular reason, the most common reason given for why they did it, there were a bunch of them, but the most common one was they didn't really feel impaired. They didn't really feel like it was affecting their driving. And it seemed timely because with the number of, with edibles now available, it seemed probably reasonable to expect to some degree a growth in usage in the country. It'll go up by a little bit now that it's more available, which might mean more drivers on the road after using. Well, is this really a problem? I mean, we know what the problem is with driving drunk. Is it really a problem driving high? And further, is it a problem when we seemingly don't really know what the laws are, at least most people don't really know what the laws are. Well, I want to bring in someone who has an interesting perspective on this. Uh, Manisha Krishnan is a senior writer with Vice Canada. Some time ago, uh, she herself got high in a controlled setting. It was part of a process here. It wasn't just for fun uh, to see if she could legally have driven under Canada's current and new impaired driving law. She joins us now. Manisha, thanks for doing this today. Hi, thanks for having me on. So just as a little background for people listening to this, uh, you're someone who knows, first of all, about this. You regularly write about the cannabis industry as part of your job. Yeah, I'm basically um, a beat reporter on cannabis legalization. So it's something you're very familiar with, and you, if anyone should know, or you would think would know what the laws are, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, You also write in your piece, I'm not breaking any news here, you said this yourself, uh, you are a regular cannabis user and have been for some time. This is not new to you to have tried this? No, yeah, that's true. Okay. So you, again, you, if anyone, you would think more than some 16-year-old kid would know what the laws are or what they are supposed to be or what they mean in practical terms, right? You would think. 
Yeah, I know what the laws are, um, but they are pretty complicated. And so I don't think the average person really understands them. So when you went to do this test, did you know, or did you even have a reasonable understanding or guess of how much cannabis you would have to ingest to reach the legal limit that they would have in a blood test? No, I had no idea what the numbers would translate to uh, in real life for my body and my consumption. Because I think most people, I don't know if you agree or not, I think most people have a pretty good idea when it comes to drinking, how many drinks would put them to the point where they would not only be impaired or intoxicated, but be around the point of driving drunk. Would you agree? Uh, maybe, maybe not. When, when I think most people would know uh, maybe roughly like what their personal limit is for okay. alcohol. Yep. But when I lived in BC years ago, um, BC implemented like the, the strictest drunk driving laws in the country. And as an experiment in my newsroom at that time, we had a cop come in and we all had rounds of beers. And after each round, he breathalyzed us. And some of us were actually quite surprised. Um, at how much you could drink and still be under the legal limit. So that did happen, and that kind of changed my perspective on that as well uh, on ter in terms of people being able to gauge their own, um, you know, if they're at the legal limit or not. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.